Bust the dragon, drag it, drag it. Bust the dragon, drag it, drag it. Bust the dragon, drag it. Hot D. I, I live six miles, I, I work six miles from my house, and I have to fucking bum rush out the door at 5.15 and, like, smash my way here to get here after, in 45 minutes. I'm picturing the Hulk, by the way. Are you like, I gotta go, guys. I've gotta go record a co- yeah. podcast. <laughs> I even was like, I don't even have time. I have to get cat litter, so I had to, like, run to CVS during work and hide cat litter in my office today. And I was like, I gotta fucking book it, man. Get out of here. <laughs> you should just have it delivered. Have what? Have things delivered? Yeah, like cat litter. Use Chewy.com. This is not a paid advertisement. Don't use Chewy.com. <laughs> They're not paying us anything. Um, okay. Well, welcome everybody uh, to Hot D2, 2Ds, Too Hot. Um, this, this, one, this one's going to be in two dimensions, so please put on your 2D glasses, everybody. I'm now realizing that 2D glasses are just glasses. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm already wearing mine. All right, nice. I'm wearing mine too. Uh, I think we all are, which is nice. exciting. We are all bespectacled people. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, this week I've taken, um, you know, I did I did take a lot of notes and my dog ate them is the problem. When you only have a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, some, someone's dog probably was in here, it looks like, because I'm looking at the notes and they're just really torn up. Um which your cat pissed because he doesn't have any litter. Okay, well, she was mad at me, but um, she she did not uh, sabotage my my homework. She did sab- actually. This is a real this is the real story now. When my friend was here a few years ago, like staying here, and I was like gone because um, like we were we were gonna go somewhere together, but like basically she there was one day overlapping where I had to go to work, and she was just like at my place hanging out with Ellie for the day, and she was in grad school, and then. Ellie did actually sabotage and destroy her homework while she was doing it. Get out of here. She like grabbed she like grabbed a pen and started like writing and it was like, <laughs> what? Um she kept like whenever she tried to write something, Ellie would just like knock the pen like in her hand and so it would just like make a big line across the page. I don't even want to believe that. She's the sweetest cat. No, everyone thinks that and then like you you're in here, then you're alone with her and then she pounces. But I've watched her for you. <laughs> That's true. Maybe she, maybe, maybe she, maybe she just hates homework. And honestly, same. Um, same well, yeah. Anyway, let's 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 just get right into it. Says YouTuber eight minutes into video. Um, so uh, yeah, well, welcome. We are going to be talking about episode two of House of the Dragon. What is the name of this episode? Does anyone know? No. Seems no. like seems like I should have known. Um, um, I'm gonna guess it's called oh, two, two Dragons, um, or maybe it's called Dragonstone. That sounds boring enough. I'm um, trying to find out what it was actually called. Yeah, the Rogue Prince. The Rogue Prince. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, this one. Um, let's just, um, hold on. I'm just flipping through some, um, I, I've, I, the problem is I have too many notes, right? So it's hard to isolate where to start. Um, Felicia, I'm going to actually go ahead and let you get started while I can just get all this information organized. Uh, with my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I know that last week 
it was a whole it didn't Wait. have a theme Wait, you I, wanted yeah. me to get started right uh no actually i'm gonna retract that i do before you get started i just we need to issue a, a corrections segment um oh, so gosh. if somebody could like maybe play the corrections music what the hell it's an actual theme song okay all right <laughs> anyway there were like six times it was all in the same set like basically like paragraph i said or whatever like oh, within it was one you i'm glad within, it, was it was you me, yeah no oh. it was just within within a single minute i called uh i called varus viserys like six times so I am aware of that. Uh, Game Busters regrets the error. Um, I know Varys. So I was trying to talk about Varys from Game of Thrones, the bald one. And I kept saying Viserys, who is the king in, in this one. Um, and I said that like a lot. I said it a lot. So uh, just going to go ahead and retract that. Nero um, is a fake fan. Var- Varys is a mermaid, not Viserys. Well, it's hard when you're reading something and you have like... Uh, a Rob and a Robert in like an right. original series. Oh, are you Rob? I'm oh, no, I'm Rob with two Bs. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I at least forgive you. I can't talk about the people. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've got right Raina, Ranieri, Ranira, Ragel, I've also been. I've and then I have to issue my second correction. Oh gosh, which is that um, the actress playing Ranira did not have. Uh, brain complications. That was Amelia Clark. I was thinking. Get out of uh, town! I thought that was a bit of a weird coincidence. Too much of a coincidence. <laughs> I was so but, invested in your story. <laughs> but it was actually so. Actually, I did read into it though. So between the filming of the first season and the second season, she had uh, Amelia Clark had two brain aneurysms that required a large chunk of her brain to be removed um, for her to be treated. And it is actually a medical miracle that she is alive. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was actually pretty crazy because she actually got out of the hospital like a week before her deadline, before they were going to recast her um, for season two. So you've got like a high chance of dying for one aneurysm, let alone two. So right. It's, it's pretty amazing that she survived two. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So anyway, we'll maybe we'll just whatever I fuck up this week, I'll we'll just you know do a correction segment at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in this one, this one is called House of the Dragon 2. And um, in this one, we uh, uh, Rhaenyra gets more than she bargained for when um, yeah, she definitely did. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I do first want to say I really like that in the very first, I, I guess, rather like between the first and second episode, they already did a big time skip. So six months. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. And I did not I legitimately did not think that would like would happen. So I was like, like, oh, what's happening here? Um, and then the, um, I like that, um, I don't know, everybody seems, um, I, I, I want everything to turn into fire, I guess is what I'm getting at. I want to see, I want to see the chaos. I want to see the explosion. Zero ice, all the fire. Well, that, that's mm-hmm. coming soon because the conflict starts because, um, Viserys marries Alicent Hightower. Yeah. And now, now the fun begins. Yeah, is what you would say here. Um, He's but pissed yeah. off his daughter quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, now I liked when, uh, you know, she was like, um, "All I'm losing my mind right now." I literally just like fucking what? 
okay listen to me what time <laughs> what time is it it's, okay, i don't know why i said that uh felicia why don't you go ahead and uh carry me to my my i'm gonna carry myself to my grave uh oh, where well, i belong right now well we don't want you to carry yourself to your grave but i i guess the type of well i definitely took notes in chronological order because <laughs> i'm a nerd um so <laughs> you can make fun of me i don't care um i do not have the energy I know, I know, but also I needed not be scatterbrain. So, um, so I one of the big things I wanted to bring up was it was I guess it shouldn't be jarring to me, but it was so jarring to me that she was still serving their drinks even though she's the heir to oh, the yeah. throne. I was like, yeah. excuse me. I knew that was gonna like, fucking happen. No are way. You, this is still a thing that's occurring right now. Um, and I, if anyone watches the after, um, no, like, I, I, what do they call that? Is it like an after special or whatever? It's, they do discuss that and how, um, she's still not treated like she is heir to the throne, um, because she is still doing this and, and, um, she's still treated like just, you know, just a woman, with no respect like a man would get if he was heir to the throne it, it is very much a bummer and that still kind of makes me sad um i i just that i think it still is very jarring to me um one of my favorite lines from this i don't know if anyone noticed it or or wrote this down. Yeah, I sure did. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, wrote down, uh, I wrote down every line. So it was I, I believe there. in you, Nerev. So um, when they said um, a seat at the king's table does not make you his equal. And that was definitely something that um, it made me think of kind of like maybe a foreshadowing or just, you know, who's sitting with him now, who's going to obviously betray him and who what happened in the end of this episode um so that was that was definitely um something to think about i don't know if anyone else thought about that or noticed it or that stuck out to them but we can kind of see what direction it's going because so far Damon is the only person who's shown Rhaenyra any form of like respect like on screen He's that is person... actually kind of true yes. yeah that's a fair observation well I think that um what is that I wrote his name down that knight that she chose Sir Herod oh wait no no the knight she chose Christ Christo Christian Christ, Christian, Christ, Christian Cole Right, Christian Cole. No, it was Chris. Chris. Christian. Chris. Crispin. Crispin Glover. <laughs> I Crispy. thought it was. I'm Christian losing my Cole. fucking mind. Hold on. And Kristen Cole, right? I thought that was his. That name. is his name. It is Christian Sir Kristen Cole. Cole. Christian Stewart. I thought that Sir he Kristen had Stewart <laughs> a lo- had respect for her, but I don't know if it's also because he has feelings for her. But oh no, when- he wants to bone. <laughs> he wants to take her to the pound town but when he he (laughs) sorry welcome to pound town population 69 in the first episode when he called for her um and then beat damon in um the match and then also um she i think she was looking for she was definitely looking for him when she asked like is there anyone 
who has the credentials to protect my father. I think she was specifically looking for him. Oh, um, I see. I, I don't know if anyone thought that. Maybe I'm wrong because I think that she was, other than Damon, like you said, he did show her respect or maybe she was just, she liked that he paid her attention. Yeah. yeah. One, um, one conversation that I had with somebody, which I think maybe sums up like, I, I guess to go along with what I said about the, the time skip being really cool is that the the beauty of Game of Thrones and the reason it took off so well in the first like few seasons is because people love that feeling of having um, small buildup and then payoff, you know, episodes and episodes later, right? Um, and the reason was that there, there were so many like episodes was that we had so many different plots going on. But if you think about Game of Thrones and you were to condense it down to like, what if I just watched this as if I was following like, you know, Rob Stark's story or whatever, right? You would see like, you know, more immediate build up and payoff like this, where you see Kristen Cole coming and asking for her favor and her noting his ability in battle and then him becoming a Kingsguard, which in the story is six months later, but for us is, you know, a week later, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we still get that sensation of the payoff of, you know, a lot of time having passed without us having to watch what, you know, and, and I will say season one felt pretty padded out with kind of useless stuff because and season two, I would say too, because a lot of it was padded out because for the specific reason that it was all trying to build up to some sort of like payoff that would be worth it at the end. Right. Like it's like, well, this conversation was really boring, but there was a thing in it that is going to be important later. Right yeah um yes but like these small things like the like the you know asking for her favor and everything and then getting this immediate payoff from it like i think is simulating like a miniaturized version of what game of thrones did because they're like coming in and saying like these are literally like these episodes of this show are the highlights of the targaryen dynasty at this time like they we're not giving you everything that happened we're not even giving you everything interesting that happened but you know, it's an it's it's enough so that there is always something happening. And I I guess I, my final comment is just say like I like the format of the show and I like the intent there and I understand how they came to the conclusion that maybe there are going to be more frequently time skips between episodes to kind of emulate that same thing within a single season. Yeah. Great. Thanks for the contribution. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> I I agree with that. I and I think that um sorry, I kinda lost my train of thought, but I, I think that there is a lot of payoff, especially at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And it, it like stuff you should see coming, but uh, that I'm also like, oh gosh, I can't believe that's happening. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh Okay. <laughs> Child bride. <laughs> well, okay. So Jess, I know you read this, so you can not you're excluded from this. I guess Felicia, okay. were you were you also like hyper aware he was gonna choose to marry Allison at the end? Like that was like the least surprising thing that ever happened. Yes, but I was okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> I, I mean was what very... what were his options? I, well the twelve year old child bride. <laughs> yeah, the child <laughs> child bride, which was <laughs> so shocking usually is the worst usually is the worst option how small she was next to him and i was like they can't even hold hands like i can't even let hbo people yeah people should not be allowed to be together if they can't hold hands yeah the worst thing about this is lena does get married to someone 
and yeah, it's it's as worse, well, if not w- even more worse. Oh gosh! If I'm I know so that, if I know this, if I know this fucking universe, it's her own brother. So <laughs> whatever. This is there's no lies in that sentence, but it's just so horrifying seeing her stand next to him, yeah. and I'm like, no, I don't even want to see the visual. Please make it stop. Yeah. So. Uh, I found it interesting, and I, I wonder, I was going to ask you, Jess, like, and I know the book isn't, like, super detailed. It's kind of, like, glosses over a lot of things. Yeah. But, like, is, in, in the book, is, like, is King Viserys the same kind of, is the reason he chooses to marry Alicent the same where he's, like, well, it's, like, a moral thing um, uh, where he's, like, I, I can't fuck this 12-year-old girl. I can't really remember. From, from what I not no there's not that much detail in it but i know yeah. they, there was an interview with george R. R. martin um and they asked him the same question they did with game of thrones about the changes that have been made and he mm-hmm. commented on some of the changes that he did like and he said he liked how viserys has been written as more of a tragic character than he was in the basically the history yeah book. i was imagining so like because i think they need to they need to make him a little bit more um what is the word um you know, uh, we we uh, we feel bad for him. What yeah. Is, what is that um, word? Sympathetic. sympathetic? Or yeah. we're sympathetic, but we're yeah. sympathetic. We're simp's. We're simping. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I agree. I think that there's. I I think you have to make the that character like a little bit more sympathetic if you want people to just not be like, well, fuck off then. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like kind of a bad king is the problem. <laughs> Though they've they've made us have more sympathy for him, but at the same time made him worse because Alicent and Renera aren't friends in like aren't well they aren't mentioned to be friends in the book, like mm-hmm. they're just people and he just he just marries someone else. That's all we're told, and it's Alicent at the hotel. So I feel, feel like they've made it a bit more dramatic this way around. It so is very I... dramatic because you're like the two people she trusted most in the world now she yeah. has nobody. <laughs> I saw the um uh one of the showrunners talking about the episode and he said that um, he, they were intending to try to communicate that uh, Rhaenyra is in, is like in love with Alicent actually. And that, that is like a double whammy for her basically is that like, she uh, like they are, they are best friends, but like she's basically fallen in love with her and like her dad marrying her, her best friend and like object of her affection is like a pow pow. Right to the, right to the right in the kisser. I never felt that way. I think they needed to make that come across better. Yeah, it was because they were they were like, oh, if you all. saw some romantic sparks between them, that was intentional. And I was like, I I didn't, but okay, I must have not been looking. <laughs> I, I did not feel that way at Just all. Just gals being pals, really. <laughs> I I would note some one thing. I feel like there should have been more more um people for Viserys to marry, like more options, because realistically once the king becomes available for marriage, like you'd get like, like lots of people up on his doorstep. Yeah. 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 He's, he's going to be getting loads of offers. So it doesn't really make sense that like the only decent offer that he was I given would, was Lena. I would say that that maybe is partially explained away by the fact that they reiterated over and over again, they are seen as a weak dynasty and people are almost waiting for it to crash. Yeah. Um, so maybe that could have been part of it. Um, but yeah, I, I think it would have been cool if like, Maybe someone showed up. Let's pull a fucking name out of a hat. This is Kendra Tully, and she's here <laughs> from the Riverlands. And you know, you know what she's like. She's 
she's got red hair. Like you remember that other character you remember? It's like that. Yeah. More but, age appropriate? I don't. I don't even know. Th- no, this one's four. <laughs> oh god! Sorry. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That's, well, I, I don't even know. It's out of my control. Um, also, um, speaking of the Valerians, um, I really liked. Um, I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce his Coralus. name. Is it Coralus? I really yeah, liked Coralus. him in this episode. I did too. I liked him. Uh, the Sea Snake. That's a good name. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good nickname. I will say I am um, a little bit less hype about him trying to marry his 12 year old daughter to this old, old man. He but... has his flaws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who's, and, and who is perfect, really? <laughs> I also made note of like how his right hand. Um, what's his name? His right Viserys. hand. Boy. The no, Viserys is the king. The Viserys is the king. The one whose daughter's getting married off. Oh, the, uh, the hand of the hand? The hand of Otto. the king. His Otto. name is Otto. Otto Hightower. Yeah. Is that who it is? That's the hand of the king, so I don't know if that's who you're talking about, but... The one whose daughter's getting married to him? Alicent? Yeah. Alicent is Otto's daughter. Okay, so I also made note, I don't know if anyone else realized too, I was like, is that Luna Lovegood's father? And it is. I don't oh, know is if it? anyone noticed. And I was like, <laughs> he's also in Notting Hill. And I was like, I don't think wow. we're talking about the same people then. Let me let me look he, here. 100%. He's he plays the lizard in Spider-Man. I was like, this man has been in a lot oh, of Reese things. Evans? How did you recognize him? I, I could please uh, not recognize him. I, I think... I don't know. I like he did something. I was like, that man is so familiar. <laughs> so yeah, it is that. Yeah, he looks. It is him, but he does look indistinguishable from pretty much all of his other roles. Yeah, I'm looking at two pictures of him, and it doesn't look like the same. He man. looks different <laughs> in most things that he does, but I don't know if it, it's the way he sounds. Um, to me, yeah, that was that is weird that you caught that. He did play the lizard, though. I'll give him that. He did play the lizard in, in Spider Man, but I yeah. I wanted to bring that up. I was like, this man is in a lot of things. Yeah, um, he seems very popular. I really like him. I like him in everything he does. I feel like we should have more Otto because so far he's not even he's like bear in mind he's supposed to be the hand of the king. He's not been in that many scenes apart from when he's like like s- scheming. Yeah. Con- yes. conniving yes i agree with that like like watching his his daughter from the background with like yeah. sly eyes and you're like yeah we haven't had much character development well i know it's like only two episodes but like character building for him apart from him being all sneaky yeah and then when he ooh, was sneaky. with rhaenyra and damon that's about that was a big scene yeah which was one of my favorite scenes. One thing I loved about that scene was one, it showed how Damon's like literally the only person on the planet who respects like Raina. Like he, he like in that moment he kind of saw her as an equal when he just like realized he couldn't kill her. And also too, um I love the chemistry between um Damon and Rhaenyra. Yes. I, I also liked how he his new wife was like rolling her eyes in the background and yeah. she she disappears because she's like i guess i'm not needed um and i like how he just he gave her the egg because he knew that it was it was 
he couldn't do anything. Yeah. She says, you just need to kill me if you want to take it from me. Um, also, shout out to Dreamfire, the uh, the dragon whose egg that is. Um, Dreamfire is also the biological mother of Rhaegal, Viserion, and Drogon. Dreamfire oh, is also the name of my synth pop band. Oh. Uh, uh, who's in that band with you? Um, it's me, uh, two dragons, and. Uh... <laughs> is that who plays the theme song to yeah. our podcast? Did you guys listen to my theme song for the podcast? <laughs> yes, yeah. it, it is. It's amazing. It's yeah. It's so I think good. it's. I think it's really walking the line between like, wow, I, that was a good idea, and oof. <laughs> No, it's perfect. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I, I like that too. Um, I like the okay. Also, maybe maybe this is a perspective shifting thing when the um, when the two dragons. What is the name of of Damon's dragon, by the way? Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. know the name of the dragon either. <laughs> um, just well, we all have we all we all can Google what is dragon. No, that's not how you search for things. <laughs> what is Damon's dragon? Uh, Caraxes. Caraxes is a good name. It sounds like it might be an alien warrior race. It um, also sounds like the name of like a guitar. The name something. of a guitar? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Sometimes guitars have cool names. Like a name you would give it or like a brand? A brand. <laughs> Okay. I do like how the dragons all look unique in this. So they've got their own personalities. Mm-hmm. Like Caraxes um, has like a giraffe neck. and Yes. <laughs> I like that a lot. And that was something that I think I didn't realize I had an issue with in Game of Thrones until now, which is that like all of her dragons looked the same and were like yeah. slightly different shades of brown. <laughs> yeah. I'm really hoping that we see flashbacks of Balerion because I'd love to see Balerion. I think we're going to get the full Balerion later on in a different season. Yeah, because Balerion um, is huge. He, right. He's like, um, like, well, like didn't, several they, times. They said he like, they, yeah, they said like he covered the sun in King's Landing when he flew yeah. over it. Um, but also, um, yeah, that does remind me, uh, we should have probably mentioned this earlier. They did get renewed for season two already after the first episode. Yes, yeah. which is um, amazing. Which is not not unexpected, but like also this is maybe the first time in history this has happened. I don't know if you saw the um, the views increased from last week. Yeah. Um, so they had 20 million views last week. This is just the U.S. again, just metrics off HBO Max in the U.S., 20 million viewers last week and 20.2 million this week. So um, pretty crazy because shows usually drop like significantly, like, you know, at least 20% after the first week, but they actually went up. Um, my theory is that the usual number of people, you know, were like, you know, tuned in and then were like, did not watch the next one, but it was completely offset by the literally millions of people who were just sitting and waiting to be like, is it good? Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Um, I think it's, I think it's hard to, uh, to overstate like how, how badly the end of this show like destroyed people. It still makes me sad to this <laughs> day. Like it generally depresses me, me, like having to think about what could have been. <laughs> oh my God. I don't, uh, I had a, I got a, I got in it. So I feel like it, I feel like the bile rising in my chest when I talk about it. I'm like, <laughs> I was remembering like, cause I was, I was, was talking with somebody about like, how fucking badly they, they did in my boy Littlefinger at the end and how shitty that whole thing was. And I was just like, my body was like 700 degrees and I was like, I gotta get off the internet. 
<laughs> it was the fact there was like 50 prophecies as well and literally none of them applied to the ending they wow. teased us about so much and none of it mattered who has a better story than bran the guy <laughs> whose story was so boring he wasn't in season five. <laughs> gosh okay i can't do this we gotta we gotta, <laughs> we gotta come back to the present it's okay we're all we're all about we're all out now we all got out <laughs> Um, but I think that's cool. Then the, the ratings certainly show that people like really miss this world and are very hungry for, for more of it. And I mean, genuinely, as long I think as long as it's like halfway decent, any Game of Thrones thing will be pretty successful, I think. So, yeah, I still feel like that it is missing something like it, it's definitely yeah, missing. Yeah, this is certainly some... not. Yeah, it's certainly not like as good as Game of Thrones was yeah. at its peak. Like certainly not. But it's missing oh. the wittiness for sure. Mm, there's no Peter Dinklage in this one. No, they need to. Mm. They needed to have. What if you got Warwick Davis? <laughs> I think they're trying to do that with with Matt Smith though as Damon. They're trying to make him a little witty. It does yeah. seem like that, evil. and like he is a little witty, but he's also like witty in like a like an evil king way. <laughs> like, yeah, because he was like she's like children, and he's like mm, I was hoping for, it. and you're like, but you're. I don't understand. Are you trying to be funny or like? What's your game, sir? Yeah, sir. Did you yeah. want her attention? Did you expect her to come? I couldn't tell if he expected her to come or what. I don't know if he did. You, did you think he expected her to come, Rhaenyra? What are you or talking did, about now? So when he was talking to his girlfriend, because they weren't engaged, like mm-hmm. he admitted that. Did you think he expected his brother to come, or do you think he expected Rhaenyra to come? I oh, think he was just trying to um, get attention on himself. I think he, he was just attention. Yeah. And whatever happened would have been better than just sitting around at Dragonstone doing nothing. He's right. very much a baby brother. I need attention. Like, yeah. nobody I think, has looked at me in a while. I think he was more surprised that uh, Rhaenyra turned up, it seemed. It seemed like he Yeah, I don't think he expected more. that. Yeah. Oh. The the thing I was going to say earlier before I got sidetracked was that um, did it seem like um, Caraxes, the whatever, was like a jillion times bigger than Rhaenyra's dragon? Yeah, Rhaenyra's yes. dragon's still uh, young. Um, yeah, and that's... will be. Um, I'm well, they don't get fully grown. They just continue. They're like crocodiles, where they just continue growing until they can't until they just eat die anymore. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, yeah, they mention in the part in not the pilot, but the start episode that Rhaenyra's dragon's like growing still. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that that makes sense because like yeah. I was like, that's just like the perspective shifting, but like still like um, it's interesting that um like her dragon even being so young and small like did seem to intimidate Matt Smith a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, like she means business at the very, like, like, it's not like if it came to a fight, like his dragon would obviously win, but like, you know, he was, he, he definitely showed like the intimidation in his face of like, okay, like she, she's here, she's here for business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I now remember they, they said that in the first episode, um, Rhaenyra's dragon was only just big enough to fit a saddle on. I'm assuming it would be like regular size, um, after the 10 year jump. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah so i don't know i like that i like their interaction um i was actually a little bit surprised he handed over the egg i was like like oh all right yeah i wonder whose egg that is i know it's dream fire's egg but i wonder what dragons like what dragon is inside yeah i think it's pete's dragon (laughs) (laughs) what a twist 
imagine? I think okay. inside that egg is the two-headed dragon from Dragon Tales. <laughs> <laughs> Their names are... Uh... Also, that's rough. Siamese twins. Um, but, um, <laughs> let me see. Dragon Tales characters. Twins. Yeah, that was the first thing that came up. Um, wait, why are they not... Uh, uh, oh, they can like jump together and apart. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, their names are Zach and Wheezy. Those are not good Those names. Those are terrible names. <laughs> Those names are awful. Please change it. Um, and then who's and then there was a big blue dragon whose name is Ord. <laughs> also not a good name. <laughs> Ord. Is that from Eureka's Castle? Did you ever, you're know. probably too young for that show. I don't know what that is. What is it? Eureka's Castle. I'm googling it. Eureka's Castle. Oh my gosh, that was such uh, a good show. Felicia, the last, the last, the last episode of this show aired three years before I was born. <laughs> I'm, I'm showing my age here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jess was just like a whisper in a memory somewhere. <laughs> oh gosh, um, being old. Yeah. Well, um, you know. Um, okay, so let me see. What was the other thing? I want to, I want to talk about the crab man. <laughs> I knew you were going to. Are there. What I love next to uh, dragons is pirates, pirate ships, just ships Mm -hmm. and generals. Take me out to water. So you talk about (laughs) that, man. Take me out to water. Take me out to sea. I will ride Pirates of the Caribbean all day long. Just take me. Still a still a fucking great ride, by the way. It's um, so good. Ha- it's I haven't been there in a. It's been like five five years, maybe or so. But like, um, yeah, that was that was still great. And like, I don't know. They make the whole like, the especially the part with like the pirate ship battle. They make it look like a full sized pirate ship just from perspective shifting. You know, it's a really impressive work. It's so good. But um, yes, the crab scenes and the... Jess, do you guys have Disney World? No. <laughs> they, they, got, you, you do have Euro do, Disney. Yeah. I think is... we're building one. I swear I swear, we're building one somewhere really stupid. Like I think it's like Leeds. Oh. That sounds like a bad place to have a Disneyland. I mean, but she wanted to go. She would have to go to France. Yeah. I would actually recommend you not go to Euro Disney. It's not good. <laughs> Oh no, we're building it in London. Where are we going to pull it? What are you guys going <laughs> to we'll pull it? We'll just get rid of some fucking like schools or hospitals or shit. Something we don't really need. Where is it going? <laughs> Apparently it- it's, it's opening in 2024. What? That's not that's, that's not that far away. Um, no. Yeah, anyway. So yeah, what is it going to be called? Um, Disney, isn't it? It's, it's so far, they're just calling it the London Resort. Huh. All right, well, in a few years, you can go on Pirates of the Caribbean without having to leave home, really. Um, <laughs> so that'd be nice. Um, anyway, so yeah, they, um, the Crab Man is cool. It gave me, like, major fucking um, Davy Jones vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and the, it really made me think of, like, fucking Bootstrap Bill. He's like, part of the, part of the ship, part of the crew, you know? <laughs> I hope we just get some, like, like, parts of the Caribbean episodes where it's just focused on the pirates. I would love if they just, like, were able to fit, like, one of the actors in. Like, like, fucking, what's his name? Um, What is that? What is it? Gibbs. I want Gibbs. Or just the whole cast. (laughs) Just get everybody, (laughs) just get everybody in there. Get Kiera Knightley in. Why is is Orlando Bloom in this scene? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, everyone but Orlando. <laughs> we can we can get Orlando. <laughs> um, but we did. Uh, but we did get the guy who plays her like bad dumb husband <laughs> in the first one. Um, oh, who tries to make oh, Captain Norton? Oh, Jan- Jan- no, no, we liked him. I'm trying no, to think. No, James I... Norton's fit. Okay, I'm thinking. Well, I was, I was confusing I would... him with Beckett I'm from the later. Definitely. Movies. So right, so right. so the first film, James Norton ain't, ain't that good, but in the second film where he's got like the beard and the long yeah, hair, he gets, yeah, yeah, I like that. Like, like, I like the fucking ragged look when he comes yeah. back, and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm done being like you know fucking prim and proper. No, no way. Time to fight. Yeah, Elizabeth uh, I, should have should have been like, oh, actually. <laughs> well, it, well, you know, it's it's good because it made it more of like a decision for her. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, I was I was remembering <laughs> this this shitty guy Beckett from the other movies where he's oh like, yeah yeah he's like I want I want the treasure or whatever. <laughs> what? <is he> <laughs> what? <laughs> What is he doing? Oh He's like, give gosh. me the treasure. I yeah, I can't actually remember what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. What does he want? I know, I know so he, wants, long. he wants Davy Jones's heart first. He does, reasons. you're right. And he wants it because it will make him... Love Davy Jones. Be human? Romance. No, De- Beckett's already human. Oh, uh, I well, I can't remember... Also, just shout out to the standoff thing at the beach where they have Davy Jones standing in a bucket <laughs> of water, just like completely dead serious looks on everyone's faces. <laughs> still, still, just like the height of cinema. Um, well, the Pirates of the Caribbean to me is like my height of cinema. It's like my yeah, I agree. major the, comfort films for sure. Those are those are the best adventure films that have ever been made and still yeah. have not been topped. Um, anyway, what was this about Game of Thrones? Dragons. <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> Okay, there's a crab man. By the way, I, this is something I wanted to ask you, and maybe you were, maybe you two are more seaworthy than me. But like, do crabs eat people a lot? Is that yeah, normal? No, you I really think... have to be like dead or dying and can't move. Yeah, they will, they will eat you though. I think the idea is that he's like beating them to an inch of their life and then tying them up and letting the crabs eat them. Is that the idea? I mean, they're more likely to be like caught by like crows or like seagulls or something. So yeah. I don't know. But um, I think th- those didn't look like ordinary crabs. So, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna say, are they some kind of like fantasy crab? Was like my idea. Like, um, are those crabs the real dragons? It's hard to are, say. Are those crabs in the book? Um, but I do like. Th- I, actually, that's a good question. Are they? I don't uh, remember any specific mention of crabs. I'm gonna Google crab man. <laughs> people having the crabs in the book <laughs> i don't remember them taking over okay who is crab man i was gonna say if you talked in game of thrones crabs his name is eddie steeples okay uh this is oh. eddie steeples is an american actor known for his roles as the rubber band man in an advertising campaign for office max this is Apparently, not how did that how did this get me here his name is crab feeder crab feeder yeah that's what you're right okay crab feeder house of the it looks dragon. like he's got grayscale oh that's that's impossible um i like this character because i want more like weird mystical shit like this going on yeah it kind of gives us that hint of like all the far away far away lands that are outside of westeros i like i yeah. like the stuff like that his name is Kraghus drahar the crab feeder prince 
I um, want to know how you become a prince of this. Also, speaking of grayscale, um, like what what is up with Viserys's finger? Yeah. Speaking oh, of grayscale, they... what is up with <laughs> Viserys's they... fingers? When they use the maggots and then yeah. like, just for the infection, I'm like, oh, that's not gonna cure your infection. That... Yeah, but I was like, why like, is he watching like... that and I was like, is that medicine? Hmm. Why is he like constantly getting infections? Like, cause he's got one on his back too. Well, yeah, I don't think it's grayscale though. Like, it just doesn't look like it. It, uh, it looks more like syphilis, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> Where well, would he get syphilis from? He's had like one wife. You never well, want to get a hand never, syphilis. They never have one wife. I doubt he was faithful to her. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I just wrong. don't feel like him having cheated and gotten syphilis is going to be part of the story. <laughs> that man was a hoe. Like, he's calling from anywhere. <laughs> he shared a cup with Damon. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, where is this crab feeder first spoken of? He's introduced. I'm trying to see if he's in the book anywhere here. Here Sorry, we go. Sorry, I went on a uh, syphilis tangent. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Depp. It's hard to There's get a... out of that syphilis hole when you get in there. <laughs> There's a Johnny Depp movie about it. Okay, is and that, that Pirates of the Caribbean? Because... The Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> he does have syphilis. In no, it's the a whole other. Does movie. he canonically? Yeah. <laughs> They, they, yeah. well, he's got a black mark on his face, and the makeup artist put that in there as a joke, and it like gets gradually bigger with each <laughs> film. Jesus. Sorry. Man, I'm learning a lot today. Um, okay. <laughs> in George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood, Kragas Drahar was a Mirish Prince Admiral. Um, before the events of the television series, the Triarchy defeated the city of Volantis and continued the Stepstones with the help of the Prince of Mir. Once all pirates were defeated, Drahar became a pirate himself. Uh, classic, uh, classic uh, James fucking whatever his name is move. What is that guy's name? Cameron. The guy from the movie. What what movie? What was his name? We were just talking about him. Jack Sparrow. No, I know who Jack Sparrow is. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fucking the guy she was supposed to marry in the first one. Oh, James. Um... James Norrington. <laughs> Norrington. Anyway, like James Norrington, he was a, a, a privateer, defeated all the pirates, and then became a pirate himself. Um, and then, uh, let's see, he included Lord Corliss's stealing, looting. But uh, one of the things that separate him from other villains is his distinct look. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to see if it says anything, really. It just said he hides his face with a mask. Um, I'm trying to see if he, like, did anything in the book, though. Um Oh, he's just, he, it says he's just, like, disgust as something that is happening, but I don't think we get to see him in the book anywhere. Um, hmm. So he, it is important to note that he is part of a triarchy of princes, basically, of three kingdoms in Essos that have basically formed an alliance. Um, so he's not just, like, I'm gonna feed you to the crabs. It's like, okay, he has, like, a, it's like a serious threat moving towards Westeros. Yeah, um, I really like the build-up. Apparently we're going to find out more in the next episode about him. Yeah, and I think um, there was... Uh, what did they say? They they destroyed, He destroyed like 50% of their ships or something crazy? Yeah, he's like a serious threat, especially to House uh, Valerian, because they, they're basically on this island and they manage all the, like, the ports or something like that, and it, his... Like this, this guy's presence is like a serious threat to their location. Oh, when they came in and said, "My ships have been destroyed." That scene. Yeah, like basically, uh, this uh, Coralis has gone to Viserys and basically 
said this guy's like like a massive danger to my house and Viserys is basically like just not giving a shit. Well, maybe I'm not so disappointed in that after the coup that happened at the end of this episode. Also, I love how um, the fact that everyone's wearing long blonde wigs made it look like he was talking to his wife to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and the massive shock when it turned out to be Damon. I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, no, I wasn't fooled. I knew it was him. It was too stringy. If his ships have been getting destroyed, how did he get to Damon so quickly? Yeah, this was an issue in season seven and eight where everyone just seems to teleport everywhere. So it takes, same- like, it takes well, is- weeks to right. get from so this is- one end this- to the other. This is the thing that I will say, and I think it makes so- the reason that we noticed or even cared or like had to keep track of that in Game of Thrones is because there were a bunch of different stories going on at the same time. Yeah, there is there is only one story going on here, so it doesn't matter if Lord Corliss is talking to somebody in King's Landing and then the next scene is him talking to somebody in Dragonstone. Yeah, it took him three weeks to get there. It's been three weeks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to make sense with anything else where you're like, well, Varys was just in this scene while this was happening in Dorne and then he's there the next day. It's like, that's not... I need more context and I need something else to happen in between because it really did feel like it was the next day. I think that's the idea, though, is that like there isn't any in between filler stuff here. It's just like these are the highlights. These are the important things that happened. Well, this is Uh, why we need our comedy character. So we uh, we, we get him. That's true. We could have gotten a scene with him maybe doing a funny thing about syphilis. (laughs) Through the gesture. And and the gesture's name is Wheezy. Also, like, can we? I, poor Wheezy. Also, <laughs> I, I wanted to mention, and I forgot to bring this up in the beginning, how when they were talking and when Rhaenyra tried to. Um, Would you, you say? Know, in, the, in the beginning, when Rhaenyra, tra- when oh. they were having a meeting, and she tried to give them a suggestion, they blew her off, and I was like. She has to rule this kingdom someday, and they just blow her off about it. I like, think they're like fully expecting her to not rule the kingdom. I think they're like more reliant on their plan B, which is him like knocking right. up a high tower, <laughs> right? Which wasn't even the plan. The plan, the plan was to just uh, le- let's get let's get in here with this one. But she is twelve, so just like you know, <laughs> just kind of you know, it, so it's for the kingdom. <laughs> it's for the kingdom. <laughs> It's um, for the kingdom with all these with the coup happening behind his back. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically, I, I want to see if we can try to figure out some of the things that are gonna happen because I guess there's gonna be I would guess there's gonna be another time skip of some time of some amount you know between this and the next one. Um, I was I wondering how what the time be. jump was gonna be too. Um, this was six months with the other ones. I feel so, like the time jump's going to be gradual, and then we're just going to suddenly jump like a few years. I think we're just going to keep getting time jumps because there's supposed to be like a steady decline in the relationships between the houses. Well, the next they did show like a like next time on th- this one, and they showed like um, they 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 had like some of the different actors on right like. Um, like I think they showed briefly Olivia Cook as Alison Hightower, who's playing oh. her as like an an adult. Which, like, by the way, I know they're saying like this is like a child, and like I don't know how old is this actress does not look like a child. 
I think she's uh, supposed to be like a few years older than Rhaenyra, and Rhaenyra's fifteen. So. Well, like, how old is that actress anyway, playing Rhaenyra? Uh. I'm oh looking. gosh, I felt like I looked it up, and now it's I the, can't remember. Yeah, Millie Alcock is the one who's playing her now. She's probably uh, she's like 20, in her she's 20 twenty-two. Yeah, I was no, gonna say she's no, probably she is not. An adult. Yeah, she's twenty-two. Yeah, she looked twenty-two, which is oh why I was like, "Why are they saying like?" I mean, I know the I know the character is not twenty-two, whatever, but it's like, um, I don't know. I guess they she should've... looks so young to me, but really? again, no. I'm so old. Yeah, you are seventy-four years old. So. I am seventy-four years old. <laughs> um, so anyway. Yeah, they they are changing out some of the actors, I believe, specifically uh, Rhaenyra and and Alicent, and then I'm I'm guessing uh, what was the fucking little girl's name, Lanira. Lena. They all they all sound like Lamargo, the Virgo. <laughs> Lamargo, get <laughs> out of town. Also, I I hope they explain the dragons a little bit more because basically the whole reason why the Targaryens married each other is because it's only their bloodline that can train and like control the dragons yeah and they don't um, want to get other families in on the good fun yeah and also the dragon tamers they're targaryen bastards mm. um that that, that that's not like like in order for them to be able to control the dragons too um and that's really important for the storyline like later on yeah um makes sense i'm trying to see uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to see if the if other which other or House of the Dragon I'm trying to see which other actors are, are like getting changed out and um curious like how old they look so we can maybe do some some guessing here so like um Princess Rhaenys Valeria oh that's the Rhaenys is the like mom lady aunt the cool aunt who I hate um the cool aunt. <laughs> who said who was trying to marry off her daughter and, and yeah Rhaenyra yeah. was like how do you feel i don't about actually this? know i don't she actually goes, know about I, that i don't like this but you have to do some things in this life that you don't so yeah with. okay so interesting um allison so emily carey the actress who's been playing allison uh, these first two episodes is listed as playing her in 10 episodes of this show and olivia cook who's playing her as older is listed as being in eight episodes of the show. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if we'll yeah. keep going flash forwards and then flashbacks. That's what I'm I'm wondering now, yeah. Um Emma Darcy, who's playing Rhaenyra as she's older, is listed for nine episodes. Well we already did two of them. That doesn't add up. Um <laughs> What's well, does maybe... anyone good at math? Maybe people are credited in scenes, even sometimes you're signed on and credited, but you aren't in the, physically in the episode or your scene gets cut. Yeah. Catherine Delaney is credited as a wet nurse in this show. Like it used to happen with Edwin Herman and Gilmore Girls. He was always credited in the series, even though he was not in, in every episode. That's just how his contract was worked out. And I know that certain people have watched that series in this mm -hmm. podcast, so they should know this. Or, like, yeah. have seen the credits to know that he was always listed, but never in every episode. Yeah. And it was always, like, with, you know. Yeah, like, it was, yeah. It was a whole thing. So that might just be why certain people are listed that way, but not in every episode. What was the what was the girl's name again? Lana? Lena. 
Lena. Do you know how you spell that? L-A-E-N-A. Let's see. So I'm trying to see if... Yeah, she's only listed for two episodes. And there's no actress playing an older version of her. But also, since now it's a season two, we also don't know how many episodes people are going to be in. Flash forwards and flashbacks. That's going to be really interesting to see what next season holds. Yeah. Lena is... Lena is likely to come back for season two. Well, likely. She is. She'll come back for season two. Um... Uh, one of those episodes was directed uh, by uh, uh, Geetha Patel, which is exciting. That's one of my people, so shout out. Um, oh, I like to hear that. Yeah. Uh, Diversity. Really yeah. Um, all the rest of them, let's see, Miguel Sapochnik did three of the episodes himself. Um, he's serving as one of the showrunners. He was the one who he directed um, like pretty much the best episodes of the of Game of Thrones, so yeah. um, that's that's good. Um, and then who was the other guy? Like, I was wondering, is Brian Cogman? That's his name. Is he on this one anywhere? You can search for names. Also, it lists the next, uh, it lists all four episode names on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So the next episode is called Second of His Name. And then the fourth. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Okay. Yikes. Okay. Second of His Name. Let's, let's start theory crafting. Um, yeah. There's a second guy. Someone is born. Someone is born into this world. Is it a dragon? Because that would be great. Here it is. Uh, They have, uh, he has, uh, King Viserys has another child with, uh, with Alicent this time. And they name, they name it Balon again, because that's, it's just that fucked up. Is that it? No. No. It's close, but no. Okay, I'm close. Um, that but was anyway. my dragon theory. I'd be excited if another dragon was born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dra- yeah, it could be a second dragon. You know, yeah, could be a uh, you know named after fucking. I want to tell you that the so the next episode's fifty eight minutes, and then the fourth episode is an hour and three minutes. Oh, oh now that that's five minutes different. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. these are quite long episodes. I swear, Game of Thrones is only forty minutes. Um, yeah. most of them were up at the beginning. Later on, they weren't like the, most of the episodes in season eight were actually about an hour and a half, which was uh, not, I don't, I don't, I didn't need more content. Um, no. <laughs> oh, I just, I don't know why I just remember what they did to fucking Masandi. Now I'm mad again. No. Stop. Let's not even talk about this. Also, someone mentioned the possibility of, um, the red priestess being in this because yeah. she she's a immor- sort of immortal. She was alive during this time. She's been alive for about four hundred something years when Game of Thrones happened, so she is yeah. alive at this time. You know, I would never want to live that long, to be honest with you. No, I think I think you get in and do your business and get out. Yeah, I think I that's, feel I, that's that's kind of what she did, though. Mm. She's like long time to live. Well, I mean, her whole thing was to resurrect Jon Snow, right? Like, um, and also uh, find the prince of that was promised to that was going to kill the Night King, which she did with Arya, and then she was like, "Which was Arya, I guess." Yeah, (laughs) and then she was like, "Peace, peace out," and left. Yeah, she just left, and right? Did she die? Yeah, yeah, she like. She did an Obi Wan and oh, she into just a like melted. Jesus. <laughs> she did an Obi Wan. 
That did happen, though. I think you're right. I like that that's the way it's described. I mean, that that is... I know know what you meant immediately, so... Okay, but um, anyway, yeah, I think almost so- like a tuxedo mask. It's like exactly the same circumstances as well. Like she, she was like, right, I've trained my person. Off I go. Yeah. See ya. Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we know exactly what's going to happen in the next one, which is that um, Matt Smith is going to show up. It's going to listen. Pan in. It's seven years later. Okay. From the Ooh, last episode. Oh. That's a big jump. There are now, the, the king now has 10 children. All of them are named Matt Smith. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so many kids. Each of them are given a dragon egg that they have to take care of as a school project. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like the show hasn't like definite. And I, I think because this is like more of a history than a drama in a way, like it is a drama, certainly, but like, yeah. It is. It is definitely done in a, in a way as it's as if it's a historical thing. Like you know, it it feels like like a the crown esque almost in in the way it presents the story, um, because it feels like it's just like oh this this is a series of things that happened. We've dramatized we've dramatized it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. What what we can expect in the following episodes is for like the teams to kind of be like solidified a little bit more. So we've got like Team Rainer, and then we've got okay. Team Viserys. Okay, I see, and and I think Team now, where is there, Jess? Is there any sort of just like a funny guy in the book? I don't think so. Who just kind of shows up and maybe does like, maybe, you know, like did you see The Witcher? Yeah. Like Yaskia, somebody like that. They they should introduce someone like Yaskia. We should have like a little. Fun. Actually, there's a there's bards in um, a song of ice and fire, like those kind of. It's a song. Characters. It's a song yeah, of ice and fire. So there's got to be like bards. That. Yeah, there's zero dandelions in here. And I know there's a bard in a song of ice and fire who like shows up in a lot of the books, but then he gets his tongue out at, like in one of the books, so that yeah. kind of ends his story. Right, not a good fate for a bard. Um, <laughs> no. Okay, well, I think that my uh, let's let's just put our bets down right now. Who's going to be the king of the Iron Throne at the end? Well, I know, so yeah, that's not a good bet. <laughs> um, all right, Felicia, we'll we'll go we'll go here. What do you what do you want to bet? Oh, you know what we should do each week? We should make a bet on one thing that's going to happen in the next episode and see if we get it each. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right. I think in the next episode, um, you're going to see one of our major characters get crabbed. <laughs> I think like a main I think like a main character is going to get like eaten by the crabs and become part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> and then they're going to do like crab people, you know. <laughs> All right, Felicia, what do you have? For the next episode? Yeah. I feel like the next, oh gosh, I don't even know how far it's going to jump. I feel like there's another dragon going to be born because it's okay. my hope. The and birth the of a beautiful new dragon. The birth of a new dragon. It's my, okay. it's my only hope. Obi-Wan. Less, less exciting. Um, Jess, what? That's what so have? exciting. I think that, uh, uh, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of what I can actually say. Cause I kind of, Sort of no. Well, we, you don't know what's going to happen in the next episode, really. Like, yeah. Alone. 
I think there's going to be a lot of mean girls business okay. between Ooh, Alice and Romero. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think my father, the hand of the king, would be pleased to hear about this. Alison <laughs> is a burn book. <laughs> Or Renera does. Renera's writing yeah, a listen yeah, in her book. Made out of human yeah, yeah. skin, though. This is the skankiest <laughs> bitch that I ever knew. <laughs> she stole my father. <laughs> she has a lock of her hair. She cut out. <laughs> you, guys, I need, you guys need anything? Some snacks? Some condoms? <laughs> out of here. Um, that, that, okay. That's Otto. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'm so sick. All right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for uh, the Too Hot 2D, uh, which is the, you know, now now presented in 2D. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, I think the episodes are going to go up Wednesdays. Um, rather, I guess, like, um, what's, uh, yeah, it is Tuesday today. So, yeah, yeah, I think, I think we put it up Wednesday last week, and that'll probably be... Uh, what we do going forward and um remember there's also game busters this week on friday so i guess two days from when you hear this would be uh we're doing sleeping dogs which is something crazily became one of my favorite games of all time when i played it a few months ago um so yeah we're gonna we're talking about that so join us for that um felicia where could people find you or you don't want to be found is that right i am very (laughs) private <laughs> I don't even know where I can find you on Yeah, right that's now. true. I am kind of private. Yeah, you should come out with us. We're going out on the town this weekend. Oh. On I'll Saturday. You yeah. should come out on the town in the UK. I should. My father was born in the UK. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. Oh, so you were a British this whole time. I'm not. My father, my grandmother saw asylum in the UK. Jesus. I know, it's tragic. It's really <sighs> sad, actually. Yeah. Jess, I, I want you to know people have like come running and looking for safety in, in the UK, where you are. That's true. Yeah, it's it's a very bad choice of a country, though, to be honest. Actually, I, you know what? I shouldn't even disclose this on a podcast, but my friend at work, Asia, and I have been looking around for a place to like you can flee to, and we've located Svalbard. Svalbard is an island. It is legally part of Norway, but is also legally distinct from it. It is its own island uh, to the north of Norway. They have a big research institute there, and they have a lot of uh, they have restaurants of every kind you would like. And anybody who goes there gets residency if they ask for it. Like there's no requirements, and you can just stay there. You can just go there and just be there. There's no there's no visa program or anything. That's so interesting. Yeah, so whenever whenever we start to get Handmaid's Tale, which is coming soon, uh, remember Svalbard. I will. I I uh, know some Danish and now some Italian. So, mm-hmm. and those two mind. things, when you mix them together in a pot, if I remember correctly, do turn into Norwegian. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some, some Norwegian is similar to Danish. So sure. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, everyone, this was you know that. Sorry, that was my plug. I'm plugging the country of Svalbard. Um, uh, anyway, okay, cool beans. So I, we all have somewhere to flee when the apocalypse happens. So it does look like it'll be cold, though. I will go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, I like the cold. 
Yeah. I mean, I think you'd have to, or you would have died. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's roll out of here. Um, Jess, do you want to throw out anything quickly? Do you do anything cool? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I watch my Mass Effect playthroughs. Yeah. They're, they're fucking holding our whole YouTube channel afloat right now. Yeah. YouTube famous right now, purely yeah. through Mass Effect. Actually, but actually, um, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, so yeah. Oh, we got, we got six likes on our little YouTube short. That's good. Yeah. Our, uh, TikTok with one of my Mass Effect videos got like 50 likes. Oh, nice. Um. That's awesome. Oh, we got, yeah. Um, hey, anybody, anybody come watch our videos. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, we've got it. Uh, we've got it locked and loaded. Find us at youtube.com slash gameluster, gameluster.com, obviously. Um, you're, you're already in the Game Busters podcast feed, I guess. So, I mean, you don't need to go looking for it. You found it already. Um, but go go explore and see what else is in here. Is your favorite game in here? Maybe. Go take a look. Um, all right. Well, anyway, let's get out of here. So how did we exit last time? Did somebody make a dragon sound? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. No, I guess so, I'll have to come up with a dragon sound. Well, so we'll make a crap sound. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, that's like clapping coconuts. Okay. So we did a Zoidberg sound and crack some coconuts together. Um, <laughs> that's gonna probably have to do. What what sound does a crab make? Is it? It doesn't make a sound, right? Just because kind of clicking. See, yeah, that's where they go like, like, like in, like in Fallout, with the mud. Uh, Ooh, yeah, the, the big things. Uh, in uh, in Pokemon, there is Krabby, and uh, for some reason, it says, "That is the sound it makes." Oh. so that could be it. Um, all right, let's get out of here. Dragon sound. Everyone on three. One, two, three. Dragon sound. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see who would do it. Okay. <laughs> dragon, dragon, bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, dragon, hot D.